This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. You yeah. Know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're sitting down with one of our close friends um, that you may you may know, you may be familiar with, sexy swinger chick Kylie um, from TikTok. Welcome, Kylie. Hi, guys. Uh, I think this podcast has been a long time a long time coming. I know we <laughs> we talked about this a little bit with Life of Spice the other day, but it's like we, we always have intentions when we go to events and stuff of sitting down with you guys and doing podcasts, and then it turns into uh, you know having fun, and we kind of kind of forget about the podcast stuff, <laughs> which is a good sign. That means we're having fun with our friends. But yeah, I'm glad we finally have you on, Kylie. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, if, but it does seem like we seem to get carried away, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, not a bad thing. Uh, so the, generally the way we like to start it out here, Kylie, is we, we want to learn a little bit more about you. So if you could kind of give us a little background about, you know, whatever you're comfortable with sharing, uh, just, you know, stuff about you, married, kids, all that. And then, um, you know, give us a story of how you found the lifestyle and, get, and got started. So, yeah, so I'm, my name's Kylie um, and I'm 31 years old. Um, I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and I have a fiance, um, Brad, he's 31 as well. And we have one child together and then he has a child from a previous relationship. And I am now I'm a stripper. I used to be a bartender and Brad is a, uh, he runs a painting company. So we're just pretty much 
your normal couple <laughs> for the most part. A little yeah. spicy, a little, a little spicy couple, right? A little spicy, uh, but we're we're pretty, you know, just a down to earth normal couple. Um, and we found the lifestyle actually during COVID. Uh, I feel like that's kind of it, been that is a, trend, a normal yeah. thing, yeah. right? A, a lot of people found the lifestyle during COVID, and I don't know if we had all this pent up energy or something, but. <laughs> Um, so we found the lifestyle back in late 2020 and, uh, you know, we had went for years, you know, me, I'm a bisexual female, um, and Brad is straight. And for years we, we searched for a single female to join us. Uh, we, we weren't really sure of any of the terms or how, you know, non-monogamy worked. Um, we played around with the idea of polyamory only because that was, that was what was out there. Yeah. You know, no one was talking about swinging. Um, it was all about, you know, polyamory, um, and, and how that worked. So we thought that that was for us. Um, so his friend had mentioned, you know, and they were just talking and his friend had mentioned, oh, you guys are looking for a single female. Well, there's these, you know, clubs in downtown Cleveland. They're like swinger clubs. Brad was like, I don't know. Swinging, that that doesn't sound like something we would be interested in. That's like all, you know, old people who they, they put their keys in a bowl or yeah. something, yeah, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and so you know, time went on and we, we continued to kind of talk about it, but we never really found the time to go. And we never really found the, just, it didn't seem appealing to us. Um, and then as time went on, you know, one day I was bored and I, I looked it up again and I looked up the website and, um, it, it had like a Q and a section on the website and I read the whole Q and a, and I was like, this is really interesting. And so I looked more and more into it. And by the end of it all, I had gotten us a membership and tickets to, you know, the Saturday unicorn event that they were hosting. And I called Brad and I was like, I did this thing. <laughs> um, I, I got us, you know, we're going to go to the sex club on, on Saturday. And he was like, Oh, great. Awesome. Like, I'm so stoked. I'm so excited. So, um, you know, that whole week that in between we sat down and, we talked about like boundaries and, and we learned terms, right? So that's when we learned like full, full swap and soft swap and uh, what a unicorn was and what a bull was and what a hot wife was. And, you know, we, we just talked about it every single day leading up to going. And um, we, we went and like most couples, we sat in the corner <laughs> and we were like nervous as heck. Like we were just so nervous. And the bartender actually, we're sitting there for like an hour at the bar, just kind of staring around. And the bartender goes, you know, you have to talk to people for this to work, right? That's hilarious. <laughs> so we get up and, and we go talk to people and, uh, you know, we just start socializing like you, you normally would, right? Um, even though there's an elephant in the room, the, you know, the elephant being, are we going to have sex with this couple tonight? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> who are we going to? go play with, you know? Um, so we just kept talking to people and meeting new people and, you know, loosened up a little bit. And, uh, by the end of the night, 
I'm in an eight woman orgy and Brad's watching. <laughs> did he absolutely love that? Or was he, how did he feel about that? So we had established boundaries at that point, but like we, we didn't know that like you also have to establish boundaries with others. Right. Yeah. Like we didn't know, we, we just didn't really know how that worked yet. So me and him felt more comfortable with him just sitting back and, and watching instead of joining just because we had not, we knew that consent was a really important thing because we had read that, but we didn't know how to bring it up like we do now. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of easiest for us was, and also he didn't know that like he was going to have that performance anxiety Yeah, that a lot of men have. And, um, he didn't know about, the blue pills and, you know, he didn't know about, you know, Cialis and Viagra and all that, that he knows now. So, um, that was another reason why he just kind of stood, stood back and, and let me do my thing. And, um, during the time it was, it was COVID. So we had this like stupid curfew where we all had to be out of there by nine. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, it was Ohio. It was so dumb. So it's 8.45 and, you know, the managers of the club are coming in and they're like, everybody get your clothes on. You got to get out of here, you know, because they were, Ohio was very strict about it. And so the couple that, so there was a, uh, it was actually a throuple. Um, so they were in a polyamorous relationship. It was two girls and, and a guy. And um, they asked us to come back to their house and hang out and, you know, maybe play some games, see where it goes. And, uh, we did, and we went back to their house and we had our first orgy and our first full swap. Oh, wow. So y'all went all yeah. the way in. You jumped in big. So, but had y'all discussed that pri prior to that it would be okay if Brad, if you actually full swap, I know you were looking for a unicorn, but had you had that discussion that that was something that you'd be into or did it just kind of fall into your lap? So we had discussed soft swapping yeah and parallel play mm -hmm. like that was because because again we had researched it and we knew all the terms and we were like you know what we're not gonna full swap so no penetration yeah was our thing and as it was happening it felt right it was a moment like you know when you have those moments when something doesn't feel right yeah. and and you have that that feeling of like oh this is not okay yeah I actually had the opposite feeling and it was, this is okay. And I like this and I'm going to, you know, and we, we talked it through. Um, and then I'll never forget watching him with the other girl, mm -hmm. um, was more enjoyable for me than actually having sex with the guy, you know, not that he, I didn't enjoy having sex with him, but the compersion that I was feeling in that moment is something I'll never forget because I was just. I just, it was like awesome. It was this awesome feeling of like, wow. First of all, it's, I feel like for, we're so set in our monogamous ways mm -hmm. that seeing someone with another person is probably like the hardest thing a relationship can withstand. Yeah. I agree. No, and it's, it's so, funny. We, we yeah. talked to you several times about this because you and Lacey are kind of similar in that way where you kind of like seeing your partners engage with other women and it's, it's hot for you. And, um, yeah, it's interesting that you had that experience on your on the very first, you know. Yeah, because my next question was going to be, since you had discussed, you know, just soft swapping or parallel play, um, no penetration. I was that was going to be my next question was like the next day, 
did it cause any kind of, since you did break your boundaries, essentially, you know, did it cause any issues? I guess that was going to be my next question. But based on what you just said, I feel like for you, it was probably great. How was Brad? Was Brad okay the next day? Because that's kind of when it sits in. I don't think people realize that. Like, in the moment, it's really hot and heavy and it's amazing. But a lot of times for me personally, if I ever have an issue, it's like when I've removed myself from that hot, sexy setting. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for us, it was actually the opposite. Um, There was a buzz with us sexually, intimately. We had felt this closeness Mm -hmm. after that 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 we had never felt before. It was just, we felt more intimate. Um, and I think really what, what that came from was we were able to be ourselves with our partner Mm -hmm. and, and we had that freedom and that independence, um, that we had never felt in any other relationship before. And so we, there was like this buzz and this happiness and we talked about it and he was like, you know, were you okay with that? And I was like, I was more than okay. How did you feel about it? And he said, you know, he like, he enjoyed, you know, his time with the girl, but he did have some questions for me about the swap with the guy. And he was like, well, was it better than me? Mm-hmm. You know, all those, all and those so insecurities, him, right? Yeah. Might, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, those have since gone away, but we've still, dealt with those and it's mostly with Brad. Um, we've still dealt with those like in different situations, you know, um, and he'll, it, we'll talk about it. And I just always keep reminding him like, listen, you, nobody knows my body the way that you know my body. Yeah. Is it good with other guys? Of course it is, but it's never as amazing as it is with you. Yeah. And I, I don't, I think a lot of people don't talk about that, that this, this journey, this lifestyle, it, it's in a, it's, it's always, you know, I mean, it's not like you just you get into it and then maybe there's a little bit of, of stuff in the beginning and you work through it and then everything is great. Like it's, it's a constant work. It's constant communication. It it's yeah. constant adjusting boundaries and learning and, you know, adapting. I don't think it ever stops, you know. No, I mean, we can play with the same couple five times and only one of those times out of that same couple will I... Because I can very much relate to Brad on that level because I do suffer a little, you know, I do kind of have those same feelings that Brad does sometimes. And like I said before, like we could play with a couple five times and only one time out of those five times would I feel that way. The other times I'm totally, this is wonderful. Let's do it, you know, all the time. I love it. So I can completely relate to that. It's definitely like a journey, you know, it's, it's learning yourself, learning your insecurities, learning your partner learning how to communicate with how you're feeling. So I get it. I, I'm with and I Brad. I think too, like your partner, your partner has to be really good at finding ways to make you feel secure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that we work really well together with that. And, you know, to, it's just, it's a, it's a journey of, of learning each other and learning yourself. And that's why I always say like, People who are in the lifestyle tend to be a little bit more emotionally evolved mm-hmm. um, and they, they tend to, to have a better handle on their own emotions and um, their relationships, you know, reflect that, I feel. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't, you have to learn it real quick or this lifestyle will eat you alive. You know, you won't last, in my opinion. No, right. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know you had that first experience, and then it was it was game on. You guys were hooked. You you know you you got involved from there on, and you know you joined the club. What how, how did where did it go from there? 
So yeah, we joined the club. We became members, you know, and then maybe like once or twice a month, we would go to the club. Um, right after that night, the next day, it was a Sunday, I s- started posting TikToks about swinging. Um, wow. And because I guess in a way I was a little bit naive at that point. Um, and I didn't realize how stigmatized it was. I thought it was like, I guess... I don't know. Maybe it was something no one was talking about, but it it did, it wasn't a weird thing. It was like I liked it, and I wanted to share it with everybody. Yeah, you were just having um, fun. And, you were just having fun and wanted to share it on TikTok. Basically, you had no idea yeah. what you were getting into. Yeah, were, were you already on TikTok I, at that point? Like, were you already posting so other I videos? T- I was on TikTok. Yeah, so I had already even had somewhat of a following, um, just because I was making a lot of like po- body positivity content, um, and I was. I was, you know, really just kind of posting whatever Kylie liked, right? Mm-hmm. So it, I wasn't sexy swinger chick yet. I was just Kylie, you know, and I, and I was just posting um, f- fun videos. And so that was kind of where the, the swinging stuff came in. And, um, you know, then we started kind of developing a community through TikTok as well which is now what is known as the Swinger Society. So that's how that kind of all came to be, I guess. I know we were going to talk, we're supposed to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. And then, so, you know, once you started posting on TikTok and getting attention from that, um, did your family, like, did did people in your real life start finding out? Did people start discovering that, those videos? So my parents, for some ungodly reason, they still don't actually know that I'm a swinger. That's impressive. <laughs> How that is a thing, I don't know. Because literally, it's... I have pineapple everything, okay? Like, we're going on these events and these trips. Like, I mean, they have to know. But but maybe they just don't want to talk about it with me. Yeah, I don't know. I get right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it's kind of like, hear no evil, see no evil. But Brad's family was they did find out um and they were not happy with uh, with us and um you know so the biggest thing i think for our families is not that we're actually swingers i think that it's we're posting it on social media and we're the faces of swinging and they for whatever reason think that that's going to like make people look bad on them Mm -hmm. as our family and our parents yeah. Um, because they don't want to be associated with that. It's about their image. It really doesn't have anything to do with me and Brad as people or what we're doing. It's their image might get tainted and that worries. That's what worries them. Yeah. Yeah. We have, a, you know, quite a few friends that that seems to be the concern of their family as well Is it's like, we don't care what you do, but if people see that our kids are doing this or our brother or our sister or whatever, mm-hmm. like, what are they going to think of us? And it's like, how does that have anything to do with that but okay you know um so i think that is a real real stigma that's out there that people worry how it's going to affect their their image in society so to speak but his so his ex found my tiktok and that was really when it kind of blew up and um unfortunately she did not handle it well and uh she told my eight-year-old stepdaughter all about it and um, what we were doing. Um, and she kind of went on a Facebook rampage, just kind of 
throwing us under the bus and um, she like filed for, you know, she doesn't want Brad to have any custody of um, his daughter. She doesn't want him to even see her or have any rights to her because of us swinging, Um, which seems more like it's probably a her issue than an us issue right now, you know, um, or the swinging issue. But, um, but yeah, so we've had some pushback um, through with our family and stuff, but that's definitely calmed down now that everyone just kind of knows. And it's like, Oh yeah, Brad and Kylie and they're swingers, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I know that's an ongoing legal thing. So, you know, I won't push too much into that, but wh- have you had conversations with his, his daughter since then about it? How, how have you handled that with her? Cause we do get that question all the time. People seem to be very concerned with the kids. And so, now that an eight-year-old knows, like, how do you even handle that? That's that's a, t- a, a sensitive subject with an eight-year-old. Right. So be- because of the nature of it, like, she doesn't, she can't even really fathom, um, you know, it's, it's an adult subject, right. yeah. you know, and it's not something that an eight-year-old should be exposed to. But unfortunately, she was. So we, we sat down and we, we said, you know, um, we kind of labeled it as, and I did a little bit of research after she found out and I kind of labeled it more as like polyamory just because that's easier to explain to an eight year old than like, Hey, um, we actually just have a lot of, of kinky, crazy sex. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, you're right, not you can't explain that, right? Yeah. No. Um, but you can explain it as we, you know, we go out on dates and um, we we go and, and see movies and go to dinner and have drinks with other couples and we're friends with other couples. Um, we want you to know that we love you very, very much and we love each other very, very much. And we're not doing this because we don't love each other. We're doing this because we love differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, that's actually very, very smart. Yeah, no, I think that's a good, and that's, you know, like you're saying, because she's so young, it's hard to really explain the, the nuances of it, but just, and that's what I've heard, you know, I've read some on, on how to deal with, and, and you're right, there isn't a lot of information about swingers talking to their children about it, uh, but there is a lot, there is more for, you know, the ethical non-monogamy community, and, and a lot of it is just reassuring the children that, you know, you're not, you're not, you love, you still love your partner, you guys are still very, you know, you're not trying to replace anybody, you're not trying to, you know, uh, lose anybody and you know you love each other and you love her and that's really all that matters um and it seems like that's kind of the conversation you had yeah and that and so she you know it 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 took her some time to really kind of let it sink in um but again it it was more about like us being on tiktok that was a concern for her yeah (laughs) um and then that is, a, you know, a, concern, a, va- a very valid concern um, from everybody, you know, from her and her and her mom and stuff like they didn't choose for us to be on TikTok and be the face of swinging. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So could there possibly at some point be some backlash, you know, moving forward now that she's getting older and there's kids on TikTok and someone is going to see me. Right. Yeah. At some point. Um so, you know, I think that it's important for everybody to sit down and have a logical conversation about that, you know, as adults and kind of what we can do moving forward. But Brad and I don't have any plans of 
quitting, you know, social media and and quitting what we're doing because there's just, we have a lot of momentum, you know, so. No, and I think, you know, that's, I think that's important, right? And we've had these same conversations that people have, you know, well, what if somebody at school bullies your kids because you're public about this, right? And it's like, well, the the issue isn't that we're public about our lifestyle. The issue is that some kid at school is bullying our children. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it, you know, if you replace swinger with the word LGBTQ and said, because, you know, that community has the same risks of their children being bullied because their parents are out. Or you whatever. would never say like, yeah. well, you need to stop doing that so that your children don't get bullied, right? You just need to address the, 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 the person that's doing the bullying. We need to raise our kids the, better. Right, yeah. right. You need, you need to raise right. better people and address the issues, not, not change your, yourself because other people out there might not be okay with it and want to bully somebody because of it. And teaching children, you know, and I'm, I used to be a teacher. I actually have a teaching degree and I used to teach kindergartners and I always taught my kids and I teach my own kids that families look different um, and relationships look different. And um, it's okay, you know, teaching them kindness and teaching them, you know, um, to, to have an understanding for, for different people. Um, that's what we needed. We need to teach tolerance. We don't need to, change who we are so people can tolerate us we need to teach others tolerance and that starts at home with the parents yeah no 100 percent. and you know and it's it's a shame that there's parents out there that are teaching the opposite right and you know and we've had people in our family find out and and generally speaking it's because adults went and found them and told them and almost did it in a way to to try to hurt us right yeah we've had other friends you know that are part of the swing talk crew that have had that happen where Children have almost been targeted um, to be told this information is a way to get, to hurt you know that parent, and it, that's just a sad. Situation. And that's essentially, I essentially I think that's kind of the situation with what we're dealing with as well. Um, and unfortunately, children are being caught in the in the crossfires. And I mean, we get questions every day about. What what about the kids? Yeah. What about your kids? Same. You know? It's like the and number like, everyone's number one concern. It's like our children's safety, and it's I don't know. It's that that's like a hard question for me. I guess like mom to mom, I'm sure that like you can relate to that, Kylie. But that question, just of all the questions, just really bothers me because first and foremost, it does to me too. I'm going to be a good mom and I'm going to do everything to protect my child first and foremost. But I'm also raising my child. To be like a kind, loving human who is accepting of others regardless of what they choose to do in private or or even in public. I mean, I'm just raising a better, even a better version of me, hopefully, right? You know, just like a better human who loves everyone regardless of, of what they're into or what they're not into. Right. And 100%. And I think a lot of people, I think it's a lack of education on the general public, which is kind of one of the biggest problems that I think that our, you know, community is facing. It's, it's lack of education. And if people really like looked at the studies, yes, studies have been done. (laughs) They would see that there's such a small percentage of child abuse from, you know, people who are part of the um, ethical non-monogamy community. And I mean, there's like a 2% you know, and typically it's not even from one of those parents. Typically it's like from a family member. So, I mean, if people just kind of educated themselves, 
just like about STDs and stuff like that, I think that they would feel better about, you know, and they would feel better about it. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, the misconception that because you're a swinger, you're somehow a, a sex predator at the same time. That, that's that's such a disgusting, you know, assumption that people make. And uh, yeah, I, I don't I, you know, it's definitely a stigma we need to change. OK, I think now's a good time to, to, to take a little break and hear from some of the uh, sponsors and partners of the Swing Nation podcast. And then we'll come back and we want to talk to you, Kylie, a little bit more about uh, body positivity. It's, I know that's something you're a huge advocate for in the community and have a lot of experience with. Uh, and then we'll talk maybe a little bit more of advo- uh, advocacy for the community um, when we get back. So we'll be right back, guys. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity, fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on, and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of, and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, we're here with Kylie still. Uh, so, Kylie, another you know subject I wanted to talk to you about is body positivity. I know we've gone to events with you. You've given seminars on this. Uh, you know, you've gone through a, quite a, a, a body transformation in the last couple, uh, last year, I guess, really. Um, and so, you know, a question we do get a lot is if I'm overweight, you know, if I, you know, I don't feel comfortable with my looks, you know, I, you know, I would be a swinger, but I'm too, I'm too fat. You know, we get all these comments. So I I know you can probably speak to a lot of that better than we can. Yeah. So, um, kind of going back to that first time that Brad and I went to the club, um, this was, and for those of you who don't know my story, um, I had gastric bypass in April of 2021. And since then, I have lost 130 pounds. And um, I 
had planned on getting the surgery way before we had even gotten into the lifestyle. Um, and you know, the factor of me getting the surgery had nothing to do with the way that I saw myself. Um, it was mostly just about health and I had a lot of stomach problems at the time. Um, so when we started in the lifestyle, I was at my heaviest and I hadn't, we had no issues, obviously. Um, as you guys heard, earlier, I had an eight woman orgy. We had a a full swap our first night, you know, um, nobody was really looking at the size of my body. Um, they were looking at the confident, sexy, you know, fun person that I was. And, And I think swingers are really good about that. We're in the, in the sense that we, um, you know, we're more about a vibe. We're more about a personality. We're, we're more about the way that somebody carries themselves as opposed to, you know, the size of their body or the size of their boobs or, you know, how many, how many muscles the guys have, you know, um, it's, it's all about your personality. And again, they've, they've done studies on this and (laughs) I think it's 70% of swingers, like they're not, they don't care if you have a little bit of extra weight, Mm -hmm. you know, um, they don't, they don't care about those things. They don't care about age. Uh, That's another big thing that we get asked a lot is like, well, you know, I'm, I'm in my sixties. Am I too old to start? You're never too old to start. Right. Yeah, totally. Dan loves 60 year old women. Just for the record. (laughs) He does. He does. He does. does. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, honestly, there's very few swingers that are like, perfect looking i mean like if you have a group like a big party you might have like three couples that are in like excellent shape you know everybody else is just pretty normal would you agree kylie i agree yeah i think i mean again are are there a lot of i think swingers can sometimes be very sparkly in the (laughs) sense of (laughs) you know there there is i i have noticed a little bit of a prevalence of like just um, you know, the women getting plastic surgery and stuff. I mean, you yourself, yeah. you have, you know, your boobs, but I don't necessarily think that's because they don't like the way that they look. And I think it's, you know, you're in this community and like, you just want to feel sexy. You want to feel your time, best self. You feel sexy. Yeah. And most swingers have had kids. Yeah. They've had, the women have had kids and probably breastfed and are at a stage in their life where it makes sense to have their boobs done. So, yeah, I agree with you. I don't I don't think it's because they feel like their boobs aren't enough. I think it's more of like an internal, you know, they want it for themselves more so than they're wanting to do it for others. Right. And it's not about, I don't think, I mean, I think, you know, we have fun and, and you know, me and you, we, we dress up mm-hmm. and we, we love all that stuff. And we love to do our makeup and we love all that because it's fun and, it makes you feel good. And that's one thing that I really love about the lifestyle is that, you know, we, we get to dress up and and go to these parties and have fun with our friends and be confident for the night and feel good for the night. And, um, you know, I think I've talked to a lot of people and all of them tell me like, pre-lifestyle, they were not nearly as confident in their everyday life that they are now that they're in the lifestyle. And it, it brings them so much more confidence because they feel good about I themselves. I agree, a thousand percent, yeah. I think you feel confident within yourself, but it also feels good because you're being sought after from other 
people. You know, like, it feels good when another man or woman says, damn, you're hot. You know, that feels good. I don't care who you are. That feels good. So. And it's a very uplifting community Mm -hmm. Um, at the root and the heart of it. I think, you know, 99% of the swingers that I've met are uplifting and, oh, my God, girl, where'd you get that top? Mm -hmm. Like, you look so good, you know. Like the bathroom conversations that we have with other women are just amazing. It's it's very uplifting. And um, I think the men, too, they find ways. And it's kind of hard for men to do that, right? But it, within their community as well, they find ways to uplift each other, too. And I, I think that that's one of the most beautiful parts of the lifestyle is just the, I guess, the community of uplifting each other. Yeah. No, that's a great way to put it, and I, I think there. I think that's that's key to to all this, right? You don't have to be, you know, a porn star to to, to be a swinger. And I think maybe you know, us as a community, we, we might, you know, because if you look at the pamphlets for the clubs or the the pamphlets that they pass out for the different cruises and events and stuff like that, it tends to be these these hot, skinny, young, yeah. you know, uh, women that are on all the that that, that stuff, um, and and so that probably is a little bit of a misrepresentation of the type of people that attend these events and attend mm-hmm. these, these types of resorts and things. And I, that's another reason why I wanted to always put my face out there and, and start modeling and start dancing and stuff because, you know, I want people to see that like we're real people, you know, I have stretch marks. I have, you know, stretchy skin from weight loss and um, I'm, I have, acne and you know I'm a real person and we're all at the heart of it all we're we're all real people you know with the same goals and um, I think that's a big reason why um, a lot of people on social media have resonated with me and that was kind of where I gained a a big following is in a core following is and I think for Lacey too it's because and, and Ash and, and Daphne, like we're, we're just real women, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's why, I mean, like just to speak on like the weight, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I have always tried to be super transparent about like where I'm at with my weight. And if I struggle, cause I think for women, that's important. You know, I think they see a pretty face on the internet and think, Oh, you know, they're probably in a size two and you know, they don't have to worry about it. And I try very hard to be like, no, I'm just like you, you know, like there's no difference between me and you. Like I get husbands all the time that say my wife is self-conscious. I'm like, what size clothes does she wear? And they tell me, I'm like, we wear the same size. You could, you just have to have confidence from within, you know? And so I, and I thank you Kylie for a lot of that because like the first time I met you back at secrets in January, when we left, I was like, everybody needs a Kylie in their life because you do a very, very good job of building all the women and men, but definitely the women around you up. And and for me personally, I very much appreciate it. Like I like if I'm ever having a bad day, just a phone call or a chat with you makes me feel like a million bucks. You just have something about you that makes other people feel so good about themselves. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I it's it comes natural and I think I do that because I just something within me like I if everyone's around you is happy and feeling good, you know, you're going to feel good too. And, um, everyone say misery loves company. Well, positivity also loves company too. So Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) that's, you know, I mean, and that's, 
been a long time coming. I mean, you and I both know I'm not, I still struggle Mm -hmm. with my weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I still struggle with, you know, things all of us do because we're human. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the, the more that we talk about it and the more that we like make it normal, um, and normalize it, then the easier it becomes. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. No. And I think that, yeah, it's worth talking about. And that's, you know, part of the reason I love our little, you know, swing talk, uh, swinger society group here is, you know, it's women from every, you know, and men, uh, from all walks of life, all different styles, you know, different careers and career paths and, you know, economic classes. Uh, but we've all kind of come together on this, this, you know, as part of this community and, you know, most of the, most of us have stretch marks and beer guts and you know none of us are supermodels and you know to be able to put ourselves out publicly and say hey we're swingers and we love this community come 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 hang out with us and i think people can look at us and be like oh that that looks looks like my friends you know those look like yeah. my friends like and i could i would totally love to hang out with them and the fact that we all are so different you know somebody that i've always said this about you and i kylie we are very much different but i love that we can still be friends and that Somebody that would resonate with you may not resonate with me and vice versa. And I love that how our group is so diverse that there's kind of something for everyone. Right. But still at the the core of all of us, we still have the same values. And, you know, we we still, all of us, you know, we we came together for a reason and, and we're building a community together. Um, and that's the core of all of it, you know, so I love that we can all just be ourselves together. You know, there's no, um, we don't have to be fake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just be ourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, again, I think that's another subject we could talk about oh, all, for sure. for all sure. day long. Uh, but another thing I wanted to, I know, <laughs> uh, I know you're passionate about, and I wanted to, you know, get you on the record a little bit about is, um, being an advocate for the community. And I really think, you know, we had the, kind of the, some of these conversations with John and Jackie from Colette's, uh, and, and something I know that's been circulating, you know, around our group and, and through Discord, um, is is really becoming advocates for the community to make a positive change, right? Because we've, you know, our platform has always been we want to push back against the stigmas, we want to change misconceptions, uh, but really to find ways to to change things so that you know couples like you don't have to go through child custody cases uh, where the, the, you know, the, the only accusation against you is that you're, you're non-monogamous. Um, you know, how do we change things um, for people so that the future generations of swingers or non-monogamous people don't have to face that kind of, those kind of issues? So, yeah, I, me and you have had, er, I mean, like early days of swinger society conversations about this. And we've always said like, this is our, you know, what's the end game here? What's the goal here? Like, are we just a bunch of, you know, people on TikTok that just want to get views? No, we're not. Uh, are, we're what the goal here. And I feel like, especially for me and you, it's aligned where we want to not only break stigmas, you know, through the general public and, and educate people about swinging, but we want to change laws. We want to make it so that people can't lose their job you know, like there's, there's actually laws in place that you can't fire someone because they're a swinger. Um, you can't take someone's child away because they're a swinger because your job performance does, is not affected by what you're doing on the weekend. Right. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter how, how many people you're having sex with at the sex club. 
when you go to work Monday morning, if you're there on time and you're doing your job correctly, why should that matter? And it's the same thing, you know, as a parent, if your children are well taken care of um, and they come from a, a happy emotionally, you know, emotionally, physically developed environment, like it shouldn't matter what you do on the weekends when they're at grandma's baking cookies. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we've been racking our brains, like, what can we do? What can we do? And then I think when you guys spoke with John and Jackie um, and they talked to you guys about um, the ncsfreedom.org, so the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, um, like that was kind of a light bulb went off yeah. for me. And I was like, wait a second there's actual advocacy groups that we can like work with and oh my god this is awesome yeah so um i did like a lot of research into and you know background into them i read you know their mission statement and i was like wow this is like if the swinger society had a mission statement this is what it would be like we just want to educate we want to you know break stigmas so they have a lot of like outreach programs and and Um, so I'm looking to get involved with them and, um, you know, they basically what they do. And if, if you guys don't know, so it's ncsfreedom.org, um, and they help members of like the alternative sexual community, which is kind of an umbrella term for like the kink, the BDSM, and then, you know, anybody who's consensual, non-monogamous. So polyamory, open relationships, um, it's, it's all fits under that sexual freedom umbrella. So, um, I, I, hopefully, you know, we can find a way for the Swinger Society to work with them and maybe bring them to our events or, um, you know, find a way to educate us in what we're doing on social media so that we're educating properly. Cause like we don't have a PhD in <laughs> swinging, yeah. right? We just kind of go on TikTok live and we just kind of give our experiences. But I feel like, you know, it's education for us so that we can educate the masses. Um, and hopefully they can help with, with that. And then, you know, there's also the committee on uh, consensual non-monogamy and that's another organization that I'm looking to get involved with and volunteer for. Um, so they're somewhat of the same concept of the NC, you know, the national coalition for sexual freedom. Um, other than they're just, um, non-monogamy and it's, that's all that it is. They're, they're more centered around polyamory. Um, they, they do have swinging in there, but a lot of their resources, um, are for the polyamorous community, which we are very closely tied with, of course. So, um, hopefully, you know, we can start with the discord because all good things start on our discord, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's important. This your society. One. I think it's important for people to know that there's advocacy groups out there, uh, and I know you've had some personal experience. You've reached out to them and asked for some, you know, help with you know the stuff you're going through with child custody, and they responded and gave you case studies and and, and you know, you know, some court law cases and, and a lot of statistics and a lot of you know just resources that kind of help you make your argument. Uh, you know, I think for our community to know that there's resources out there. There's people out there that they can reach out to. You know, if you own a business and that business has been affected because you're in the lifestyle, um, if you're having issues at work because they found out you're in a lot, you know, you're you're non-monogamous and you're being discriminated against. Uh, if you're having issues with child custody, you know, there are people that can help you 
push back and fight back against some of that discrimination. And there are ways to do that. Um, you know, and us here in the Swinger Society, we're going to make those resources available to the masses through, you know, our Facebook group, through our Discord. Uh, you know, Kylie's really taking the lead on this advocacy thing. We're going to get try to get uh, better tied in and nested with these organizations so that we we have relationships with them, you know, by name relationships with these groups. Uh, we're going to try to bring some of the people from these groups out to some of our events to talk to people, uh, you know, help them, you know, have them help educate us so that we can educate better. You know, all these things, I think it's, it's great. And I think it's, you know, it's it's one thing to say, yeah, you know, I'm a swinger and I'm, I'm here and I'm standing up for the community, but to actually do the work. And, and make the connections and, and provide the resources. I think that's 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 really the next important next step. And I think we're we're finally getting there. Right. And I think that we, you know, we are the the faces of swinging now. In the in you know, I, I call us like the millennial swingers, you know, <laughs> because, um, and there's there's a lot of us, you know, with our core group, you know, Bella and. Um, Life of Spice and, and all of us who are kind of these faces on social media, um, we all come from this generation, you know, the millennial generation, the new generation of swingers. We, we're not hiding anymore. Um, and, and we see it every day. We see more and more people coming out and, and on social media and saying, you know, I'm a swinger and I'm proud. And um, I think it's just time to get with the times and you know, break this, find ways to break the stigmas. Um, just like, you know, it took the LGBTQ, um, IA plus community a really, really long time to get to where they are today. Um, but as somebody who's a part of that community, you know, I am a bisexual female. Um, I think it's, it's time just to really step up. And I think we are lucky enough to have the platform that we do. And, I, th- I think it's time for us to do that as a group. Yeah, I'm 100% behind you. And I think, you know, I think the whole group is, is behind that, that, you know, that, that idea. And, uh, you know, we're, we're learning as we go. I think we're going to make mistakes and there's going to be some roadblocks al- along the way. But, I you know, I can promise all of our listeners that because of people like Kylie and Life of Spice and, and uh, Bella and Jace and, and, you know, all the others, um, you know, we're going to keep pushing in that direction. And, you know, uh Another thing to note is we we are an all inclusive group. So if if you're a, a swinger out there, if you're not a not monogamous person, whether you have a platform or don't have a platform, you know if you if you want to participate in our events, if you want to help, you know, donate for these causes or, or volunteer or you know whatever comes along the way, um, you know, join us on all the various social media platforms we we are on, and we'd be happy happy to have you. Or if you're listening right now and you're like, hey, I know about this advocacy advocacy group or you know any information that you can kind of give us to push us in the right direction um, for more advocacy groups and kind of maybe community events um, to get those out there um, you know definitely I would say email the swing nation email and and if you can provide those that'd be awesome yeah it's the swing nation at gmail.com so go ahead and if you if you have information or ways that you think we could help the community um, you know, that email gets checked, uh, hourly almost. And, uh, we'd be happy to respond and, and do the best we can. And I can't think of a better leader than you, Kylie. I'm super happy that you're kind of taking this and running with it. And I'm excited to see where this goes and maybe we can check back in in six months and see what headway we've made. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if we're on the news, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I mean, I, I just, I think it's awesome. I mean, you guys are going to Naughty in New Orleans and you're going to be a part of, um, they're doing like a really cool parade there for, yes. The, I think the national coalition for sexual freedom mm-hmm. They're they're headlining that. So I think just getting, again, it's, I think a lot of what we're doing is just educating people. And I think, you know, the stigmas are all from lack of education. Yeah. And I think if we can just kind of find a way to integrate um, what we're doing now with the, you know, the right people with the PhDs and the, the research and all that, you know, we can find a way to integrate that. I think that we can really touch so many lives and, and change so many lives. Yeah, I agree 100%. So we, we got about, you know, five minutes left here, Kylie. I really just want to open the floor up, uh, up to you. Um, you know, is there any advice you have for people that are listening to this and maybe considering the lifestyle? Is there, you know, just anything you want to say uh, to the Swing Nation listeners and the, the, you know, the people that are listening out there? Um, you know, the floor is all yours. Um, if you're considering the lifestyle, you know, I, I think just do it. It's kind of like if you're already talking about it with your spouse. Um, I mean, sometimes I think so much wasted time, um, not knowing what was out there and what was available to me and Brad. Um, I think that everything does happen for a reason. And, uh, we did, we were together for four years before we started swinging and we went through 18 months of therapy prior to getting to the lifestyle, um, which really helped with our communication and stuff. But I definitely think that if you're considering it, you know, start slow. Um, that's one advice I kind of, I know that Brad and I didn't do that, but I always tell people the slower, the better. Um, and you know, if, if you're considering getting into the lifestyle, but you don't want to do it because of you're worried about your age, you're worried about your weight, you're worried about the way that your hair looks, you're worried about whatever the case may be. Um, don't let that hold you back because you could be missing out on, on so many good times and meeting so many amazing, beautiful people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely to everybody at this or listening to this in the Swing Nation, you know, thank you guys for your support and um, kind of being a part of this journey with Brad and I. Um, that's it's been an amazing journey. And um, we are so blessed to have this community that, you know, you guys, Dan and Lacey, that you guys have really been the leaders of um, not just the Swinger Society, but, you know you guys really are creating change within the community. And that's just, it's been so such an amazing journey. So I just want to thank everybody who's listening for being a part of that. We appreciate that, Kylie. And I, I yeah, I think it's definitely been a, uh, a group effort and a, we're, we're honored to be a part of it. We're, we're honored that, you know, so many creators and, and, you know, people out there have kind of joined onto the team and, and, you know, we've been able to do so much uh, in such a short time and, you know, I'm excited to see what the next year or two looks like. You know, five years from now, I think we might be looking back on this moment and be like, wow, like, <laughs> I can't believe that, we that you know, so much has changed in such a short amount of time. Uh, all because of... I mean, even looking back on the, the time that we've spent on, you know, as our group yeah. and how our group has grown and, and, and what we're doing, it's like every day we're just growing and... and doing better and, and learning new things and, um, growing as a community. So I think 
I, I agree. I think um, this is only the beginning for us. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, the sky's the limit. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, I think that's a perfect note to end on. And um, I think, you know, for all the people out there, you should remember, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. 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 If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.